Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Talking about serum and cream. I need him because you know that I'm a fiend. Getting freaky with my lavish skin routine. It's even better when it's with eye cream. Know what I mean? Serum and cream. I need it because you know that I'm a fiend. Getting bougie with my skin routine. It's even better when I've got eye cream. Know what I mean? Serum and cream. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Natch Butte. Welcome to Natch Butte. The beauty comedy podcast where we laugh, we cry, and we cream. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a fabulous day. I am your host and your guy, Jackie J, also known as the Beauty Talk Shock Shock, the Queen of Creams, your host of the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, your kooky southern aunt. Welcome to Natch Butte. Today, honey, is a special day on Natch Butte. We are going to be discussing one of my favorite topics. With a returning guest who is an expert on all things vagina. And I just can't, I love talking about vaginas. And it's something that a lot of people like to hear about and are curious about. And God bless my guest for really devoting all of her work and her time to this topic. My guest today is a mother a doctor, and a damn curly-headed queen, okay? She is an OBGYN based in Portland, Oregon, a TikTok superstar. As of this recording, she has 2.3 million followers and 38.1 million likes, honey, and she's dropping truths and gems daily over on the TikTok. Like, recently, she said, your phone is dirtier than a toilet seat, and a lot of people were arguing with her, and she said, absolutely, I know what I'm talking about. Your phone is more disgusting than the toilet seat. Stop hovering. Hovering is also bad for your kegels. So, honey, this is all important information. Last time she was here a year ago, I asked her all kinds of embarrassing questions going on about my butt. My It was really personal, and now we can say she is an author. Because she has written a book. It's in my hand right now. I have read the whole thing. It is called Let's Talk About Down There. It is available now everywhere books are sold. I think this book needs to go into the hands of most people. And it's going to make a great holiday gift. I I see a lot of people opening this under their tree, their Hanukkah bush. Have grandma open one. I think it'll be fabulous. So I wanted her to come back and tell us more about the book. She answers every question, I'm not joking, every question you could ever have about vaginal, sexual, and reproductive health is in this book. She even talks about how to clean your dildos. Literally everything is in this book. Please welcome returning guest, Dr. Jennifer Lincoln. Dr. Lincoln, welcome back. Okay, you're officially my favorite podcast intro in the world ever. That is, that's the best. (laughs) Because I'm going to be honest, that was some of my best work. I'll be honest. I think so. I think you can just stop now. You're done. This is the final episode. You can retire now because yeah. you've managed to work in dildos, 
toilet seats, mm-hmm. um, bushes, whether yeah. or not we're talking about religious ones. Like yep. I feel like it all just came together. Get it? Came together and we're yep. done now. We finished and we're good. <laughs> I'm so excited to be there. You're right. When I said Hanukkah bush. Next level. I could have been referencing a, a, a person's Hanukkah bush. A human being's bush. Right. Because that's totally normal. Yes. Yeah, so many levels. Yeah. Dr. I Lincoln, I'm so happy that you're back. Again, we have so much to discuss. The first thing I must ask you, you did answer this last time. Actually, last time I asked you the bonus question, the question I ask everyone, what type of skin do you mm-hmm. have? But I'm going to ask you today, what type of vagina mm-hmm. do you have? Mm, I love that. Yeah. I have a very happy one because I don't do anything to it. Yeah. So she's just, she's a DIY. Like I let her do her thing. I do my thing. Yeah. I love that question. I love it. Great answer. <laughs> And also have not been asked, have not been asked that on a podcast before. So there we go. We love a first. We love a first here. (laughs) My next question, I do ask everyone this, and I'm going to ask you this. And it has been added since last time you were here. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the first beauty product that you Mm -hmm. ever bought or used? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Noxzema. Mm-hmm. eczema for acne and I remember it in the tub and I remember the smell and it's because I saw it in 17 magazine so obviously I had to have it yeah did it help I do not think so <laughs> yeah that that menthol-y ingredient mm-hmm. really throws me to this day I don't think that was a good idea I can smell it now yeah no no I feel like the dermatologist on derm talk would not approve yeah and had I had tiktok back then I would have known better so I haven't seen Noxzema come across TikTok yet. I feel like I see them bring out the St. Ives scrub. I see the kids finding the stuff we used to use, yes. but no one is bringing Noxzema back, and that's probably for the best. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Not on your face, not in your vagina, nowhere. Just yes. there's a reason we don't talk about it. <laughs> I agree. Okay, Dr. Lincoln, what is the most mm-hmm. beautiful thing about you? This is an attribute after all. Oh my gosh, I love it. I'm going to say this. We're going to have a moment. We're going to have a breakthrough moment here. I'm going to say my eyes because my entire life I got made fun of for my eyes. People would call me bug eyes because they have bigger eyes. So self-conscious, like probably had I been on social media, probably would be in therapy a lot earlier because of that. And as I grew up, I realized I love my eyes. So screw all you sixth graders and seventh graders who tried to bring me down. Thank you. I hope you're all watching me on TikTok right now. And you realize that you're wrong. They were just, honestly, they were just jealous because your eyeballs look like a filter. They look like a filter. People always put those filters on where they want their eyes to be all like princess-like and you have them. And bigger. And I'm like, they can't get much bigger. And also I don't need filters. So thank you. Where were you when I was in the seventh grade? I needed you to. (laughs) Yeah. I was probably rubbing Noxema all over myself, burning the shit out of my skin. That's probably probably where. Okay. Is it, are my eyes crying from people calling me names or from the Noxema? I don't know. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never really know the truth. We'll never know. Okay. Mm-mm. I can call you Jen, right? I feel like that's, we're friends now. You I can sure call can. you Jen. Okay. Please do. Yeah. So, we're vagina friends. So absolutely. We're, yeah. You just told me all about your vagina, you yeah. know, so, and totally I'm sure fun. mine will come up soon. As it should. Okay. Jen. Yes. I would like a quick TikTok chat. Just what you've 
seen lately that mm-hmm. you find interesting? Any new follows? Every day I learn something new on that kooky mm-hmm. app. I'm following new people every day. The newest one I'm into is this guy who stretches. And I've been stretching every night because he loves to Ooh. stretch. And I feel like it's making me sleep better. I feel like a, a better person. What, what's going on on your TikTok? What's going on? Let me tell you what's going on on my TikTok. This is how you know you're over 40. I got excited about a physical therapist that I found who, like you, does stretches for low back pain. Mm -hmm. And I got really excited. I was like, I'm going to do this every day now. And he doesn't, I don't even know what his name is. He doesn't even have that many followers, but he's scratching me right where I itch because when you're over 40, you can't move as well. So number one, that. Also, number two, I just want to throw out there, do you know Lori Fernandez, the, the, I'm looking her up right now. Sorry, Lori Hernandez. Oh my God, she's going to yell at me. The Olympic gymnast. She happens to follow me and I get to see her every day doing fun things with, I know, with Simone Biles and her doing her amazing things. And you know that challenge where you like do the push-ups to the song, uh-huh. the one that I can't do. She does it like, mm, doesn't even break a sweat. So I do have an Olympian following me in case you were curious. That's oh, kind of wow. Exciting. That is what the kids call a flex. <laughs> that is a flex. I did. Yeah. Between that and the physical therapist, like I'm done. I can just be done now. So pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Cool it, it feels like we're both on the same page here stretching the lower back, a little wellness mm-hmm. going on. So that's exciting. I'm I'm happy to hear about that. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Dr. Lincoln, I'm still yeah, going to call you that. Did you see all the kids using lube as primer? Did you see that going around? Because that's combining your and my interests. No. You didn't? How did I not see that? Oh, How it did- went no, around. I think Hiram did a video on it. It was huge. Everyone was using mm-hmm. Astroglide mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. face primer. And what was Hiram's take on that? He actually said that the ingredients are very similar and that if you want to do it, do you, honey? Mm. Yeah. I guess if your skin tolerates it and if there's no sensor additives... And then I guess if you're just getting it on while you get your face on, you can just reach up, yeah. smear your hand. Yeah. So, hey, we love a combo. You get to pack less stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did I miss that, Jackie? Seriously, people tag me in all sorts of weird shit. How did nobody tag me in that? I'm upset because it's, it's combining our interests. I feel ignored. You have a whole, you have a whole section in your book about lube. I know. All right. That's it. I'm done. I quit TikTok. I'm over it. <laughs> there goes everything. Okay. Let's talk about your book now. I need to know about your title because the title made me laugh so hard. Normally you shy away from referring to the vagina, the the lower area of our bodies as down there, but you did name your book. Let's talk about down there. So why'd you do that? I'm so glad you noticed that. That's one of my favorite little, did you notice? Mm -hmm. So my book agent, Joy Tutela from the David Black Literary Agency, she's awesome. We were batting around these ideas. We had some hilarious ones. And this was one that I was like, I think this is it, Joy. Kept coming back to it. And the reason was because I wanted to lure people in and I wanted to suck them in, especially the people who need to read this book or the people who are afraid to say the word Mm -hmm. vagina, vulva, penis, scrotum. Mm -hmm. So I figured let's do that. And then as soon as you open it up, you're like, whoa, that's a lot of vagina. Mm -hmm. But you weren't afraid to pick it up off the shelf because it had a somewhat gentler title. And if you notice, the rose illustration on the front is just a regular rose. And then when you open it up a couple pages in, it is actually, there's a vulva hidden inside of it. Yes. 
so you, so we did that too. (laughs) I might be in the care and curiosity section. I'm trying to remember which section. So it becomes like a vulvar, more of a vulvar rose inside the book. Same thing. We were like, let's not flash a vulva right on the cover. We're going to ease you in to my world of down there. And it's going to be fun. So yeah, I love that you you noticed it though. You know, the famous (laughs) song, every rose has its vulva. One of my favorite ballads. (laughs) (laughs) And my illustrator for the book, Charlotte Wilcox, she's amazing. She, I found her because her artwork was on display at the Vagina Museum in London, which I just, like, how can we not love that? Um, And her illustrations are real and they are accurate and they're body positive and they include things like stretch marks and hair. And that's what I'm about because we don't need another perfect... What society thinks a perfect any vulva, no stretch marks, free of pubic hair, like just no, we're not doing that. So super fun having her illustrate my book. She was phenomenal. I was like asking random things like, can you draw the picture of a douche in a garbage can? And she was like, absolutely. That's totally normal. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like clip art, the totally clip art normal. of my dreams. I need a, I need a, a douche in a trash yeah. can, please. I'm going to put that as my letterhead. That's exciting. Oh, that's the expansion pack. Yes. Yeah. No, it was super fun. Super fun. <laughs> okay. How did you decide what to cover in this book? Did you just pick the most frequently asked questions you get in your DMs? How did you decide? Because like I was saying, you mm-hmm. really, I was trying to think of things that you didn't cover and I was going to stump you and I couldn't even think of anything. It's all in. Yeah. So I did. I went through what are the most common questions I get? What TikToks have gotten the most comments, likes, controversy, disagreements? And then I made a TikTok in secret. Well, not in secret, but I made one this was back when I was just thinking of, of the book idea. And I was like, hey, if I could answer any question, what would it be? And I didn't tell people why. I said there was a project. I didn't tell them. And then I saw, and I got, oh my gosh, thousands of comments. And then I saw which ones you know, kept coming up. And I also felt it was really important to get the ones that seemed to be the most misunderstood, which tends to be a lot of stuff about birth control mm-hmm. myths and a lot of hygiene myths. Yeah. And then... Um, Again, my book agent, Joy, she's like, what about this? What about that? And I thought, oh, yeah. like She's like, but I need to know that answer, too. And I was like, yep, I'll put that one in, too. So it was a crowdsourced, crowdsourcing for sure. Um, But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. One late night, she just... She sends you an email that's like, um, uh, you should include all these in the book. Uh, and it's just all her own questions <laughs> that she wants. Answered. Exactly. Just from anonymous. Yeah. Let's just say a friend wanted to know this. What would you yeah. say, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> Well, also, I love that it says on the front without making you feel embarrassed because there are some embarrassing questions in this book that like if I and still I was like, fuck, I don't know how to clean dildos. That's something I've never Mm -hmm. thought about Googling or anything. I could be very well doing this wrong. And it's like, yeah, these are things that we need to know. But where do we even find the information slash how do we ask this without feeling silly or weird or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. And when I talk to patients, I, I want them to know they're literally nothing's off the table. Like we can talk about everything. I have heard everything. Nothing shocks me. Nothing. 
And even when people hear that, they're like, yeah, but I don't feel comfortable. And I get that. I go to the doctor too. And then you do Google and there's so much shit out there. So it's hard to know even when you do look it up, what's good, what's not. So I wanted to cover it all. And I I hope that in writing these things, I normalize it and that people realize, oh, we can talk about cleaning dildos. And also it's referenced. I was really passionate that everything I talked about had a reference, had a scientific basis, because I want people to know hey, if you want to know more information, here's where I would go. This is where I looked. Yeah, that was one of my favorite to write because, so I wrote this all during COVID and during the summer I escaped. I had to get out of my house and I love my kids, but it's hard to write a book when your kids are around. And so we had a sitter come over. I go, I sit outside Mm -hmm. at a coffee shop and I'm looking up and I'm cleaning protocols for dildos, typing that in, sanitizing, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And these two sweet elderly women are sitting behind me and I can tell that they're like, what? You know, they're looking and maybe they didn't know how to clean theirs. I don't know. But I realized in writing this out in public, maybe even just doing that was educated. <laughs> it's like, hmm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that was super fun. <laughs> hey, people of all ages need to know how to clean their dildos. This is a yeah. universal information. Yeah. Sexually transmitted infections are going up in the elderly population because they're getting it on in the nursing home and somebody's got to help them out. We got to talk about this. Ain't no shame. Like I said (laughs) in the intro, granny might love this book for the holidays. And it's a soft cover. So like you said, stocking stuffer, fit it just right in there. Yes. Next to the Right in the stocking, in the top. Mm -hmm. Just poking out. There you go. Perfect. Okay, I would love to just go through a couple of the things in the book that I found particularly interesting. Again, this is my show. I asked you a lot of stuff last time, and I don't want to really cross over, but luckily there's a lot of information. But the first thing I want to ask you about is... Are periods supposed to hurt? Because again, I feel like a lot of younger people, they're told, sorry, this is what happens. You're going to cramp up and be miserable every month for the rest of your adult years. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And I thought this was true. And I think I was talking to you about this last time. I had horrific cramps. And then I, your book says you might have a thyroid issue. Guess what? I did. I had Hashimoto's. I was put on thyroid medication. My friggin' periods have gotten so much better. It's like oh, I love it. a miracle. So, yeah. Dr. Lincoln, are periods supposed to hurt? No. Please school us on this. I will, because I will say I just made a TikTok on this too, maybe two months ago, and it blew up because Jackie, everybody still thinks this. And even though it's 2021, yes. we still are living in a 1940s mentality. So, there's a very big difference between common and normal. So, is it common that periods yes. can hurt? Yes. Is that normal? No. And what I tell people is, are you going to feel a little crampy or maybe you feel a little sluggish or bloated? Sure. Like your body's doing something pretty big there. But if it's making you stay home from work, stay home from school, you're miserable, you're in your bed, you can't get out, you're throwing up. No, because do you think men would tolerate a symptom like that every month and be and tolerate being told it was normal? Hell no. Can we say that? Fuck no. That no, we cannot. You're like, no. And so, but yet because we're women, we're, you know, we're poo-pooed and we're told it's all in our head or we're told we're just supposed to deal with it. So I feel very strongly this is a patriarchal way of ignoring female uterus owner complaints. And it's just gotten put into our heads and we pass it along, right, to our kids. Oh, yeah, it's that time. It's the curse, right? Yes, yes. Um, no, the curse does not need to curse you. We have ways to make it better. It could be a sign that there are other things going on like endometriosis, thyroid disorders, fibroids. 
and we can help. You should not suffer. You just, no, 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 no. That's my answer. <laughs> so if anyone out there is experiencing life debilitating cramps, I recommend going to get some blood work done. I didn't even know my thyroid was all fucked up. I had no clue. And now that I'm on my medication, my periods are, they're not great, but they don't ruin my damn month anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And the answer, it might be birth control. It might not be. And sometimes it's a matter of managing symptoms, changing your lifestyle. Birth control is not always the answer and it's not the answer for everybody, but it can really help some people when it comes to their periods. So it's just about figuring out what's going on for you and not suffering in silence. We say no to that. We love to see it. My next topic, Mm -hmm. which I feel you probably get asked a lot by the younger people on TikTok, foods that make your vagina, quote unquote, taste better. Now, I like this because I swear I just saw on Ellen, Kristen Bell was saying to eat pineapple. They did a whole thing. I've seen this on TV. I've seen this in movies. And I just feel like the pineapple stock is soaring because all these young women are feeling... (laughs) self-conscious and things. And you're saying, no, honey, pineapple ain't going to do shit. No. And that was another one where I told Charlotte, I was like, can you illustrate a pineapple? And she was like, Jen, what? The-? I said, yeah. Trust me. It's, there's a reason. And I just got back from Maui where the pineapple was delicious and I ate it because it was delicious, not for yes. my vagina. So let me disclose. People love to talk about big pharma, which is true. But I think this, maybe this is like big pineapple. Maybe that, maybe Dole is out there making these yeah. TikToks. Big Dole, so big Dole right, has big Dole. put out this statement. <laughs> exactly. It's not been reviewed by the FDA. <laughs> so the idea that you can yeah. eat something and it somehow survives your gastrointestinal tract, the acids in there are breaking down your small intestine and somehow it migrates and gets out to your vaginal mucosa doesn't make a whole lot of physiologic sense. Could there potentially be a small change? Sure, I'll give you that. But the idea that you need to eat an entire pineapple every day so your vagina tastes a certain way, we need to back up and say, why do you think it needs to taste like a pineapple? Because a lot of it is rooted in the shame of women are gross and vaginas are dirty and I'm not going down on you unless you're shaved and screw that. If a guy or somebody gets nearer to your vagina, they should be saying, thank you. Thank you, sir. May I have another? They should not be asking you to go eat pineapple so you taste like a pina colada. So I think it's really overblown. I think go for it if you want to eat pineapple because you like it, but don't do it because you need to jump down there. That's just silly and, yeah. and unnecessary. So that's my take. I love it. And I also want to talk to you about discharge because, yeah. again, this is something that I have never spoken to with my friends. And again, even being a younger woman and talking to my friends, we're the blind leading the blind. Yes. It's not like any of my friends were Dr. Lincoln and knew what was going on. So, but I see on TikTok that women, younger women are showing their literal discharge on TikTok, which yeah. feels it, if at first it felt a little like, wow, but you're right. This needs to be normalized and this mm-hmm. needs to be discussed because mm-hmm. I was over here thinking there was something wrong with me. I was like, oh my God, yeah. my vagina is going to fall out. I have an infection. I'm going to die. But really it's wonderful. I'm so happy that my vagina works so well, cleans yes, itself yeah. out, is ready to go, honey. We've all yes. heard the song WAP. Okay, honey. So Vaginal discharge. I don't really know what I'm asking you. I guess you're, in the book you say, it says, how do I decrease it? And you're saying, honey, don't. 
Yeah. So this is WAP in a book. Yeah, yeah. Is there some normal and some abnormal? Absolutely. And I cover what's normal, what's abnormal in my book, on my TikToks. But a lot of us have been conditioned that discharge equals dirty. And so the first time I saw people on social media, you know, showing their discharge or their period blood, I went back to my Catholic schoolgirl roots of like, scandalous. Yes. And then I'm like, this is awesome. Like, look at us, you know, like, Mm -hmm. yes, it's okay to be like, oof, because this is how we grow. And then I kind of love it because girls and vagina owners are seeing, oh, that's what mine looks like. That's okay. That's normal. That amount is normal. Another OBGYN who I love, Dr. Stacey Tanaway, she's Dr. Stacey T on TikTok. She shows like with a pad or a liner, like how much a teaspoon is, like what's normal. And you see like, oh, I thought that was too much, but that's actually totally normal. So yeah. So when people feel like they need to decrease it, it's either you've got an actual problem. Let's figure that out or hey, let's normalize it. But growing up, I didn't see this either. I We all had no idea. So I think it's cool that people are sharing now. It's I think it helps the conversation. I am absolutely blown away by it and I love it. I mm-hmm. freaking love it. I think it's fabulous and powerful and everyone with vaginas needs to check in with each other constantly. Yes. Because it's a powerful. vaginal check-in. I love it. <laughs> yes, honey. Everybody get that discharge out. I love it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, I need to ask you about this. This is something that I agree with and honestly am so bummed that this wasn't a thing when Uh I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Quote, unquote, losing your virginity, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Because I just think it's such a stupid social construct. It's narrow-minded, And it Mm -hmm. puts a lot of pressure and stigma, and I hate it. Yeah. I hate it, Dr. Lincoln. I hate it. I do, too. So what's the deal? What is losing your virginity, quote, unquote? What is it? Yes. I love the quotes that you're giving it right now. It's a garbage term, like you said, because what about two (laughs) females who have never had sex with penis owners? Are they just virgins for their whole life? Because I don't think they would be like, okay, so what we're doing isn't sex. So it's totally a social construct. And in the medical field, I can't remember if I put this in the book or not. The medical term for quote unquote, losing your virginity, it's such a better one. It's called your sexual debut. And I love that Mm -hmm. because that sounds positive, right? Your sexual debut. And what is it? You decide versus losing, right? Because when you have sex and you're dirty now, you've lost that purity, you're perfect and you wear white at your wedding and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So a reframe... And I feel like that's a great band name, right? Now introducing the sexual debut. Like, I I feel like that would be a great 80s cover band. I don't know. I feel like we should do that. (laughs) I'm in. I love it. Yeah, I love sexual debut. And they could sing like a virgin. They could cover that. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Because 
losing virginity mm-hmm. has such a negative connotation and it's almost yeah. like you sh- I wanted to be empowered by that experience right. and, and it, it, but it wasn't an empowering experience right. I was like oh no now I'm going to hell or yeah. whatever the so Scarlet I love letter. the sexual yeah. debut yeah. it's sort of Yes, it's like a quinceanera or a sweet 16. Honey, this is my sexual day, but you, we're going to throw a party. Yes, invite only, invite only to the party. Yes, I think I love it. And and I think it's important because parents, especially the parents who are listening, they're like, no, no, we want it to sound like this because we don't want our kids to have sex. Listen, they're going to do it. They're going to do it when they want to. You get to decide if they do it safely and if they understand Mm -hmm. how to have sex, how to do it safely, what consent is, and what it means when you do have sex. So stop pretending and stop trying to scare them out of it and make them feel like they've lost something. Because remember when you were in that situation, did that work? No. So let's move on. It's fab. Be be ready Mm -hmm. for uh, Dr. Lincoln and I's band. We're going to be hitting the bar mitzvah circuit. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be performing (laughs) sexual debut. I'm there. I'm so there. I can't wait. Okay. I would like to talk to you about cold sores, mm-hmm. which you have a, a page in the book about. I've been getting these my whole life. I think mm-hmm. when I was a baby, one of my aunts like kissed my mouth and mm-hmm. cursed me for the rest of my life. And luckily somebody told me this. Oh, it was a nurse at my college when I went to get like a pap smear or something. She was like, Hey, mm-hmm. just so you know, you could put one of these on your boyfriend's wiener. He could put one on your pussy, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So tell me about cold sores. If you have them, do you need to disclose to your partner that you have them or only yeah. when you have an open one? What's the protocol there? Because this, I, we all need to know this. Let's stop yeah. the cold sores. I hate them. I know. Cold sores suck and they are, they're super common, but I feel that they can be stigmatizing because they're caused by the herpes virus. And like you said, the vast majority of cold sores there because you sh- it was a straw or you kissed somebody or whatever, it doesn't mean you're dirty mm-hmm. and, and they can pop up from every now and again. And I think it's important to disclose things that can be transmissible because a relationship rooted in trust, I think that's important. However, I can understand if you just have cold sores on your mouth and you've got no active outbreaks, do you have to walk around with a t-shirt that says, I have cold sores? And no, but I think that if yeah. you're with somebody long-term, I think it's important. It's an important part of the conversation. And for sure, if you have an active cold sore, it's important because like you said, and if you're that nurse, I'm so proud of her for actually educating and like speaking up. But yeah, it can go from mouth to genitals and mm-hmm. vice versa. So I think that's important. And if you find that you're getting, you know, cold sores a lot, there's things we can do to help suppress it. Um, but super common. And I would love to see I would love a herpes virus vaccine because it is so common. And I was actually in a trial for it in medical school. Wow. And it was kind of funny because we were all so poor in med school and we were, they're like, we'll pay you $50 for a blood draw to be in this experimental trial. And I was like, I'm there. Yeah. Sign me up. I need to, you know, buy food. Yeah. But you could tell based on who was excluded from the study, who already had cold sores and who did it. And it was like, my roommate was like, damn it, I can't be in it. And I was like, it's okay. I, you're still awesome. I'll share my money with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be like, do you want me to make out with you during my next cold sore yeah, outbreak exactly. so you can qualify for this? <laughs> it was super fun. But, and I guess they're still working on it because I haven't seen it, but it's not anything to be ashamed of. It's funny. I remember a couple years ago, I went and got a full panel done. They mm-hmm. swabbed every hole on my body. Like I was like, I just need to know what's going on. Yeah. So I got my test results back and it said HSV1, HSV2, and one of them was positive. Yeah. And I was like, which is which? Which is <laughs> I was like freaking out, you know? And, and I Googled it. And again, we talked about both herpes on the last episode with yeah. you and we were talking about how it's very common and it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have 
We've already talked about that, but so funny. the cold sores are interesting. So just to reiterate, mm-hmm. if I if I have an open cold sore and I go down on a person with a vagina, I could put it on their vagina? Correct. Okay, yes. so everybody listening, be careful when you have a cold sore. I have told every partner I've ever had about my cold sores, and I'd like to think I never gave one to anyone because I was so careful. I don't let You're anybody so touch me when I've got one. Yeah, yeah. And if you do, let's say you, you are doing performing oral sex, and that's what dental dams are for, mm. condoms, or just something else. We got it. But it doesn't mean that you can't be a sexual person at all. Yes. There is no no stigma or no shame. That's actually a perfect segue because you have a, a page about SDI protection during oral, which again, I'm going to have to be honest and say that my generation, at least where I'm from, this was never a thing. We never had dental dams. We never, it's like, oh no, you're, it's cool, oh, God, bro. No. I just went down on no. her. Oh, I just sucked dick. I didn't do anything else. I'm clean. Like, mm-hmm. that's not true. I feel like my right. generation, we right. need this information. Right. No, nobody told us, please. So HPV, the HPV virus, this one's really important Mm -hmm. because it's the common cold of the vagina. Mm -hmm. 80% of people at some point in time when you're sexually active, you've had it, which is why the HPV vaccine is amazing because it's just everywhere. And we think of it in terms of causing cervical cancer, right? Which is terrible and Mm -hmm. horrible, of course, but it's actually associated with cancers of the mouth and the throat predominantly in men. And it's a terrible cancer in terms of radiation and treatment. It's you ask any ear, nose and throat surgeon, it's horrible. And where do you think they get the virus from? Like, that's how it works. And when the vaccine first came out and was first out just for teenage girls, we were all like, hello, where do you think it comes from? It goes back and forth. You need to vaccinate both genders. Right. Um, And so thankfully now we are, but that's like a perfect example of of why safe oral sex is important too. Same thing with um, sharing sex toys. That's why I included in the Mm -hmm. how to clean them. And then in a perfect world, you've got your little set, your partner has their set and you don't share. Or if you do, you throw on a condom or something like that. Did anybody teach us that? No. In my Catholic high school, like... We never even came close to the subject, so let alone how to do it safely. So that's why I wanted to write this book. Like it's like the sex ed, the health class that I don't know about you, but I never got for damn sure. And even I today, certainly never did. Students aren't getting it. Yeah, I certainly mm-hmm. never did. Uh, the cleaning dildos page is on sixty, page sixty eight of the book, and that might have been my most eye opening <laughs> chapter to be honest. Because I was just like, I, love I don't it. think I ever the page number memorized. What? Yeah, it's my favorite page of the whole book. I'm just like, I feel like I'm not cleaning them en- enough. I, 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 so everyone, like I said, there's something for everyone in this book. It's very exciting. There is. It's very exciting. You're out there with your power washer like. Yeah. yeah. Hey, whatever I got to do. You that know, is listen. not in the book, I promise. No, no power washing needed. Okay. What What else? I have a few more. Yeah, go um, for it. Okay, I found this interesting. Yeah. How long do you need to go in between pap smears? Because I go every damn year, mm. but the, your book is saying I don't have to. No, ma'am. No. So pap oh. smears, they used to be an every year thing. My first doctor actually had me come in every six months. And I think now he was just trying to get money out of us. And I really hate him for that. But so no, it's not till age 21 now, which is, it used to be different. It used to be at your sexual debut or it used to be at age 18. And now, and now it's 21, regardless of who you're having sex with. And, and then it's every three to five years after that, depending on your age, depending if you're doing HPV testing with it, depending if you've had normals or abnormals. So some people do need annual, like if they've had abnormals and we're following it up. 
but most people don't. And what's super annoying about pap smears, Jackie, is that every 10 minutes they change the guidelines, it feels like. So when you've just memorized one set, they change another. And and now there's some controversy about getting rid of the pap smear altogether and just doing HPV testing, which I disagree with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that awesome? So the problem is, is the HPV tests are great, but they don't catch everything. That's why the two together work best. But that's a whole other ball of wax. So you still, I still recommend annual exams because that's, we're doing a lot of other stuff other than just checking for cervical cancer. We're doing breast exams. We're doing family planning, counseling, STI screening, screening for abuse, so many other things. But a pap smear annually for the vast majority of people should not should not need it. And most insurance companies aren't covering it because it's not indicated anymore. Wow. I've been getting one every freaking year of my entire adult life. Oh, all right. Listen, you want me to come to your next appointment huh. with you? I'll be your pap smear doula and I'll be like, listen, my friend here. Oh, no. I, <laughs> honey, I will advocate. I will advocate for myself now. I'm going to go, no, thank you, honey. Because I've only, I had one irregular one time years oh, yeah. ago and then mm-hmm. it went away yeah. the body cleans yeah, like most honey. Of us. the body cleans right. up it yeah is. so mm-hmm. i've listen it's not something i'm gonna miss to be honest i have seen a very small proportion of people who are like no no i'm super anxious i want it every year and i'm like cool you do you the vast majority of us are like thank yeah. you you're telling me i don't need a speculum thank you <laughs> i know i am yeah. this is exciting mm-hmm. for sure oh yeah oh, yeah 
we physicians never agree on a damn thing. We all think we're smarter than the other one. We're all disagreeing. We all can show you 20 papers to prove our point. This is like the one thing we've all ever agreed on. And it's because we've seen firsthand what it does. And specifically in pregnancy, we know that it's safe. We have more and more data coming out to show that it doesn't cause any increased risk of miscarriage. There's another study that just came out yesterday in 18,000 Norwegian women that, that showed that no increased risk in stillbirth, no increased risk of any developmental issue, nothing whatsoever. Only a decreased risk of getting COVID, which we know is way worse in pregnancy, leads to increased risk of stillbirth, preeclampsia, preterm delivery, C-section, intubation, being in the ICU, all the bad shit. And, a, and an unhealthy mom means an unhealthy baby. So I promised you we would never recommend anything that we wouldn't take ourselves or that we don't know is super well studied. And it is, they are. I have never seen such sick people as I've seen pregnant people with COVID. It's terrible. People, my patients aren't supposed to get that sick and it's bad. And so yeah. the thing that bothers me is that there's a lot of OBGYNs out there who we realize don't aren't so into science either and people who are physicians who are playing the other side. And so it, it bothers me when I hear patients who will message me and be like, but my doctor told me not to get it. And I want to reach through the computer screen and punch not the person, but the doctor, like, hello, the doctor, like yeah. every organization agrees. And, and again, we never agree on anything. So it's safe. And I believe the earlier you can get it, the better because you're protecting yourself. But any point, and if you're too scared to get it in pregnancy, get it when you're breastfeeding, you can pass it along. But if you can in any way, shape or form, please, please, please get it and get your flu shot in pregnancy. You can get both at the same time and you're done. Yeah. I'm a little passionate and I've been called some really interesting names (laughs) because of it. But again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it out there if I wouldn't do it myself. And I can understand your hesitation. I even made a, a YouTube about it, about like, let me walk you through what it was like being a doctor and having to vaccinate my kids against MMR, like my rational brain and my emotional brain. Like I get it. But at some point in time, we have to overcome the emotional part of it. So but I love that you asked that question because I could talk well, about yeah, it. Well, yeah, because it's booster time. The boosters are coming out. Yes. I had my antibodies checked last month and they were really high, but I am counting down the minutes till my booster, honey. Yeah. We love a vaccine over here. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to ask that because, again, everybody I know is pregnant <laughs> and I want to encourage all my honeys out there to get their boosters. We love yeah, to see absolutely. it. absolutely. And the American College of OBGYN recommends it. Being pregnant puts you in that high-risk category. You can talk about your doctor or midwife about which one might be best for you, when to do it. I can't tell you, I've got an uh, almost 11-year-old and a 5-year-old, and they are counting down to when they can get their vaccine. They're like, Mommy, can we get it before Halloween? Yeah. Like, they get it. They get it because they know it's the way to get back to normal life. Yeah. Like, my children are excited to get a shot. Like, what is that? <laughs> Yes. Mm -hmm. This is 2021. I just saw a news alert, and I know y'all are in Mm -hmm. Oregon nearby, that California is going to be the first state for kids. I think it was 5 to 11 is what I read for the approval. Oh, I mean, I think... So, what can I say? We love a vaccine here. It should be within the next week or two. So, I'm like... I put a thing on Twitter yesterday. I was like, show me what you look like when, you know, when you get it. And the, the gif of like me jumping in the car and like driving. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, kids. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, but that's a good question. Okay. The, and this is a follow-up semi to this. Yeah. I love the other day I saw on your t- Instagram, you said, this is my house. Mm-hmm. And if you say something I don't like, I'm going to erase your comment. And I feel like a lot of people were giving you clapback about that. I have run into this in my Mm -hmm. own internet circles. 
of people mm-hmm. commenting and then I erase and then they come at me for quote unquote yeah. silencing them. But I'm like, but yeah. you're on my page. I'm confused. So I just wanted you to discuss your philosophies about how to handle the, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say trolls. Yeah. I'm not going to say the haters, the, the people who disagree in a very yeah. aggressive way. How do you, how yeah. do, what is your policy on this? I feel like I, I need to listen to you. I need to take a page from your channel. Well, so my number one, I tell people is that my social media channels, I treat them like my house. I can invite you in and I can ask mm-hmm. you to leave when I don't want you to be there anymore because it is, it's my platform. And if you don't like it, then start your own. And I am, I am totally okay with people having a different opinion but I will not leave it up if that opinion is one that is misinformation, because studies have actually shown that if you leave up misinformation in the form of comments, even if you later reply to them, people still see that and that makes them more likely to believe it. Now, I'm not perfect. I try to take the ones down or I might try to reply to one that seems more like a question. But if you're coming on my page and you're saying whatever, abortion causes cancer, I'm going to take that down because it doesn't. And I don't want you to influence my followers in the wrong way. So I'm very strict about that because I do see it is my responsibility as a physician to put out accurate information. And if you're also just like a jerk, I'm sorry, but I tell my kids, you can't talk like that to other people. So I'm Mm -hmm. not going to let somebody talk. I will nicely escort you out the door or I won't and I'll just block you. Um, And I think it's important that we set boundaries. We need to set boundaries in social media because Mm -hmm. people think that they can just be jerks or trolls or Again, I'm always up for respectful discussions and differences of opinions as long as they're not completely made up because I do not have time for that. And neither should you. Yeah, you're an author, you're a doctor, you're a mother. You're too damn busy to be sitting here scrubbing <laughs> through the comments. You know, it's ridiculous. But, Some days. but do people ever come at you about about quote unquote silencing them? Because oh, when that yeah, happened to me, yeah. I was literally shocked. Yes. No, people will say, I just, there were some on TikTok the other day and they were like, she deletes the comments that she doesn't agree with. And I said, she does delete the ones that are incorrect. And if you like it, then you do not need to be here and you keep commenting and helping my algorithm. So are we friends or are we not? Right. But yeah, I have, I have two kids. I don't need more kids. I have to, whatever. It's very different from saying, Hey, this is a, there are multiple opinions here and you're allowed to have, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to agree with me and agree with abortion. That's fine. You do you, but do not try to hurt other people or say derogatory things. Like you can have your beliefs and move on for sure. Okay. Well, I love it. I'm adapting your new rules. If anyone wants to write crazy stuff on my page, guess what? Bye. You're going to be dismissed, (laughs) honey, from the Jackie house. That's right. That'll be our next single for the sexual debut band. It'll be Hit the Road, Jack, and it'll be yep. like us, you know, yep. like way baited. <laughs> and then the people who yep. have to announce their departure, yep. too. What is that, Jackie? They're like, I love it. I can't believe you said this. I'm leaving. And I'm like, this is not an airport. You do not need to announce it. You can just go. Like, it's okay. <laughs> But again, their comment with their little hand waving saying they're leaving helps your algorithm. So go ahead and leave it if you want. Tell us you're leaving. That's fine. I don't get it. I know. You know what? God bless everybody. Mm -hmm. It is. (laughs) Or as they say in the South, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Oh, bless your heart. Are you on your computer? I am. Okay. Would you like to play New Palette Who Dis? Which is a game where I show you a new crazy palette that just came out and you tell me your thoughts. Ooh, okay. Okay, New Palette Who Dis. What's up, girl? New Palette. 
Dr. Lincoln, okay. do you own any pallets? I own one, Jackie. One. Okay. <laughs> well, guess what? You might own you might own a new one because I just sent you Oh my god. The new 2021 holiday collection by Makeup Revolution, the Thanksgiving edition of the Friends palette. Uh, I don't know if you watch Friends, Dr. Lincoln, but they have made an entire collection just based on the Thanksgiving episodes of Friends. Are you looking oh, at this? Are you seeing look this? Look at this turkey. Oh, my God. I love it. It's so mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, oh, are you a Friends is... watcher? Have you seen these episodes? I dabbled, but I remember the turkey episode. I do. I dabbled mm-hmm. a bit, but I have seen some of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, yep. And the colors are fabulous, actually. I totally love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I agree. I think the colors are neutral, and yeah. you could wear these all year round. You don't you have totally to wait could. till the fall. You could use this for summer. You could use this for spring. So, Dr. Lincoln, are you going to buy the Friends Thanksgiving palette? <laughs> I think I need a turkey palette in my life because, I, like I told you, I own one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it so much. This might be number two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's getting pretty crazy in here. It's getting crazy. And I will also say that this is a full collection. There is a pumpkin spice lip set. There is a central perk mirror. There is a a highlighter. There is a brush. There is a body scrub. They put a lot of stuff out. So even if you don't want the turkey palette, you could get yourself. Yeah. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. Now the turkey palette's kind of my favorite for sure. (laughs) the next one and this is the final one we only have two today but i wanted to go with a thanksgiving autumnal theme so i just dropped it in the chat this palette all right let me see this is okay okay so i love an advent calendar i just think they're so fun and this is the (gasps) chanel advent calendar it is 825 dollars obviously that's a lot of money but look but look mm. at all the little cute things you get. That is super cute. There's a little nail polish, a lipstick. There's mm-hmm. like, that's a whole... The problem is, is that you buy that and then you have no money for Christmas. But at least you look good. And at yes. least you smell good. Yes. <laughs> yes, this is a very expensive... I, I, maybe mm-hmm. the most expensive advent calendar there is. I don't know. But yeah. I thought the Lego advent calendars were expensive to buy for my kids, but this just, mm-hmm. we just next leveled it up. So yeah. Mm-hmm. You have boys, right? Yeah. So I don't think they're mm-hmm. going to maybe want the Chanel number five advent calendar. So at least you're going to be saved that money. That's true. But That's true. I just found this to be really interesting. And actually I must say Chanel is not a Natch Butte approved brand. They do test on animals. So normally I would not bring this up, but I just found this to be such an intriguing mm item that I wanted your take on it. So would you like to see this under your bush, Dr. Lincoln? (laughs) Would you like to get this for yourself? I love how we've, I love how we've brought it back to the bush. You know, if I had to pick between this or the turkey, I think I'd go for the turkey under my bush. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's me. It's she keeps it real. (laughs) Yep. Well, I'm hoping I might have to send this to your husband as a little Santa secret Santa gift. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, the turkey. Oh, I love it. All right. Thank you for playing New Palette Who Dis. That was our holiday edition. Super fun. 
The last thing I want to talk to you about, which I believe we might have covered last time, is self-care rituals. Mm -hmm. You are now an author on Mm -hmm. top of your booming social media career, your medical practice, your family. What are the things you do to take care of yourself every day that are non-negotiables, that you absolutely love Mm -hmm. doing, slash, have you found any new products from TikTok that you recommend for the curly hair, Mm -hmm. for the skin, anything like that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Self-care for sure. My facial girl, she's Sweet Saffron is her business in Portland. She's amazing. And she makes her own line of stuff. And I love her exfoliating. Mm. Yes, her face exfoliation. I use that. Do not use St. Ives. Thank you very much. And yep. learned about that from TikTok. So that's my one. And then number two, really good coffee. Here in Portland, we have so much good coffee. So I have to have Stumptown or Water Avenue coffee every morning I make kind of a coffee snob there. And as for curly girl stuff, I haven't found a lot on TikTok because when I was starting my curly girl journey, it was more YouTube that I was going to. Mm-hmm. And she was called um, Wavy Girl, I think was her name. And so mm-hmm. she, I kind of copied all of my products from her, but I'm always looking for more, looking for more tips. Mm-hmm. So I'm always, I always have my, keep my eyes out, but it's the curly girl stuff. It's an investment. It is like science experiments where you're like, does this work with that work with this? And then the humidity, like it's like another job. (laughs) Yeah. There was this one TikTok sound. It's been a while. It's been probably a year. And it was a girl being like, okay, this is what you do. Get out of the shower. Do not brush it and then you get a t-shirt and you plop the t-shirt you plop and then you add the gel do not brush it and all the girls were doing it and then their hair would be incredible at the Mm -hmm. end and i have extremely boring straight hair unfortunately just like my sexuality (laughs) pretty straight like mm, very straight so it's boring but we're all blessed with what we're blessed with and i always feel so left out i'm like i want to do the curly girl plop video on tiktok <laughs> you gotta do it dr lincoln i want to see no you don't because i tell you what like it's the whole ritual like yesterday i deep conditioned and it was like three hours no like just mm. don't just i think okay. your hair is lovely so thank you you're right we, mm-hmm. ne- we need to all be grateful for what we've been given mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. take the breaks where we can because i do have a very low maintenance hair like that's a blessing yeah you know god loves you more than he loves me so. <laughs> <laughs> we all get breaks where we can that's right. you know that's right okay this was my absolute joy dr lincoln can you just tell us again where can we get your book and you are in portland yeah. i know there's some amazing bookstores in portland and oh, we have yeah. a lot of honeys in portland mm-hmm. so tell us your favorite bookshop to go to mm-hmm. and just where we can get it So my absolute favorite is Wallace Books. It's literally a tiny house filled with books and Mm -hmm. it's just my absolute favorite. And they take orders on Facebook and you can call them. That's in Southeast Portland. But if you want to go big, Powell's is the big bookstore Mm -hmm. here and you can order online. I've been to that one. Mm -hmm. I love Powell's. And then anywhere books are sold. It's great to support local. And if it's not in stock at your local bookseller, you can ask them to get it in stock. But there's always Amazon too. And I'm not, there's no Amazon hate. Sometimes that's just what we need and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's where you can get it. Oh my God, please everybody call your local bookstore and go, I'm, I'm looking for, let's talk about down there. Yeah. I'm looking for the vagina book. If you can yeah. help me. <laughs> and you know what? I just noticed mm-hmm. that the, there's three flowers on the cover. This one right here, it does have little labias. Yep. You yep. decided to sneak that one on. You mm-hmm. got it. Yep. Cause yep. we had, we had a whole discussion of how much labia and how much vulva is too much. 
Not enough or just right for a cover. Yep. <laughs> and I know that that's labia because I read your book. Yay! So you can now graduate. Yes. You get a diploma. Thank you for coming back. You're going to be here again next October because it, it seems... Yeah, every October we have an appointment and we were joking earlier about my pap smear. So mm-hmm. maybe y'all wear no pants next time. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll do pantsless, pantsless podcasts. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I bet that happens more often than you would imagine. Uh, just to clarify, I do have... I do have on pants. All right, just, good for you. Yeah. I as well, but okay. no shame. Too no shame. Funny. I love if it. y'all want a podcast pantless, it's all good. It's happening. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Lincoln. Thank you to all the honeys for listening. And you're going to really enjoy Dr. Lincoln's book. Please check it out. And like I said, holiday shopping is right around the corner. So check it out. And don't forget that you deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. And don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. Dr. Jennifer Lincoln, do you cream your neck? I do. Thank God. I sure do because of what you told me last October. And I think of you every time I do. There you go. (laughs) So the medical advice is on point and the skincare routine is on point. And that's why we respect her. That's why we listen to her opinion. 